Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. It is On the Block with Stricken Austin. How did you know? Thank you for joining us. This is the second hour of On the Block. Me, Strick, and Austin in the building. Listen, man, we're talking a little bit of baseball right now. I want to know, do you think what's going on in Oakland is justified, needed, or are we just kind of you know, talking smoke in the wind. Should they stay and just stay in the, the doldrums of what's become Oakland sports outside of Golden State? And then Golden State's not even Oakland, Oakland no. no more. They try to claim it, but they're yeah. not there. Yeah, so what's going on right now is we're going to talk a little bit about the revert. Now, I, I this is why I want to really talk about it because I don't understand it. I'm still kind of trying to figure out how do you do a reverse boycott and uh because i that's a new one to me i mean i've heard of boycotts and you just don't show up and you're just like hey we're we're definitely not touching anything regarding this product but at the end of the day oakland ace fans reverse boycott once they found out that vegas has approved a deal for a stadium that they're going to try and well going to be moving over there to vegas to get it mm-hmm. done for the A's. What are they going to be called? The Vegas A's? I would assume so. Well, think about this. It wouldn't be the first time the Athletics franchise has moved. Mm-hmm. Started in Philadelphia, moved to Kansas City, up packed up to Oakland. Boy, you're you're a savant of history. I do my research. Cuz I'm going to tell you, I had before. no clue they were ever in Kansas City. Mhm. Yeah. They were there until Kansas City A's. Yeah. They moved out of Philadelphia. Uh, 54 was their last season there. Mm. They were in Kansas City from 55 to 67. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, Royals pop up. So tell me this, Austin. Is, is Vegas the new hot, spots for, hot spot for athletics? Is, is basketball next? Man, I don't know. I, it's clearly the new hot spot. I don't think that's debatable. Yeah. I mean, you see Oakland already lose one team to, to Vegas with the Raiders. Yeah. So they up and left. The Aces, I think they were in San Antonio before, mm-hmm. I want to say. They pack up. They move to Vegas. Pac-12 tournament being held in Vegas now. Mm-hmm. Um, the little deal between UCLA, Kentucky, Indiana, North Carolina men's basketball being held in Vegas now. Yeah. It's only a matter of time until there's a Super Bowl there. So it's clearly the new hot spot. NBA, I <sighs> – it could be next. They have the facilities for it. I mean, they already do summer league out there. Yeah, the T-Mobile Center is, is a pretty nice little arena. Uh, g- give me Seattle first. I, I'm, I'm partial 
to that. I mean, given mm-hmm. they had the Sonics, I, I think Seattle would welcome them back. You see how the Kraken did when they started up in hockey. And I, I know people that lived in Seattle. They deserve to have their team back. So Vegas is definitely on the list, but I don't want it to be next for the NBA. Could you imagine? Just, just, just picture this. Could you imagine a weekend up in Vegas where you have a UFC fight, a boxing match, a basketball game, and a football game all going on right there? You thought mm-hmm. the strip was packed when you just go in there to kind of kick it, mm-hmm. hang out. Have a few cocktails. Lou, the funniest thing is, let me tell you this real quick before I let you answer that. The funniest thing is when you see the people with their bags and they can't, they're, they're either kicked out of the room or their flights are, <laughs> and it looks like they lost all their money. <laughs> so they're, they're walking around with their bags on the strip. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you wonder, like, did you freaking lose all your money? Did you get kicked out? Were you not able to pay the bill? What is going on? Or is it just your flight's late? Those are some of the funny things that I see about Vegas when I go. But Is it hard to tell? It's hard to tell because sometimes they have that look on their face. Like they look just like either they're sleepy tired because they've been tossing them back, you know, to the break of dawn. Or they're, they're just like, I can't believe I freaking, I was up 1,400. And gosh dang it, I gave it all back and lost 1400 So I can't tell if it's that look on their face or is the, you know. Anyway, it's just a thought. I, I can't imagine that. Um, I, I don't know what kind of transformation would have to go underway Whew. for the UFC to boxing because those, those want their own night. So I assume it would be there, basketball. There's something going on, like a duel. They got the Bud Crawford fight and I think a UFC one of those, you know, 855s or whatever. I mean, they're, no, no, they're almost <laughs> never at 300 keeps climbing. Yeah, yeah, they keep climbing. I think there's, they're going on at the same time. That's there's a crazy. UFC, there's a major UFC fight and freaking the Bud Crawford and uh, Errol Spence fight going on at the same time. Because I can only assume the UFC fight was scheduled before Bud and Spence. So that's a huge bet on them to draw those eyeballs and those numbers. I wouldn't be shocked if UFC moves that. You, you think? Know, do you really want to compete with Crawford Spence? No, I mean, I mean the city's like, let's do it. Well, I'm the saying, city's like, let's do it. You think, think about how much money they're going to freaking make if that goes down. I'm not saying move weekends. I'm saying move it the day before, day after. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah. You know, shift it. Maybe not move it. How about that? You're probably right. Let me keep my eye on that. Keep yeah. your eye on that. Let me know how that goes because I'm, I'm interested. Because I'm, I really would wonder um, – how that is because I look at certain stadium layouts like for example in Philly or in New York and and, and different where they have them you know right next to each other like where the basketball arena is literally right next Mm -hmm. like do they try to schedule it to where they're all but but I can only imagine how crazy it would be parking just just oh the headache it's already a headache trying to get into a stadium I went to the New York Giants game last year when they played Mm -hmm. the Cowboys Mm -hmm. And it was a headache just trying to get into the freaking parking lot. And all of the, the, the um, you know, everybody was tailgating. And the best thing probably to do was to get an Uber. But then even that, getting an Uber was tough trying to get up in there because they were having a hard time getting in and out. Like, you better walk out the stadium parking lot just to freaking <laughs> catch an Uber. That's how crazy it is. Do Mark Cuban and Jerry Jones hang out? I doubt it. 
Um, Mark Cuban, there's a, it's an interesting story. Um, Mark Cuban is, is I, I believe, I want to say in the next, f- it's either the next five, maybe 2030, he'll be out of his lease for the American Airlines mm-hmm. arena. Mark Cuban is pissed off because when they, when they first started, it was Ross Perot Jr. and Mark Cuban were in a joint venture together. Um, so what ended up happening is, this is how billionaires work. Ross Perot Jr. owns the whole side. So you have I-35 that runs north and south. Okay. You know, take you up to Oklahoma City, all the way down, I think, to uh, San Antonio, so forth and so on. Right? 35. This side, the left side, just say we're looking south. The left okay. side of 35, Ross Perot Jr. owns all of it. So okay. he, so guess what? Ross Perot Jr. is a real estate guy. Shocker. So he takes all of the parking. It Parking at freaking for a Mavericks game is crazy. Hmm. So all, all he did, so he builds Victory Plaza, okay. which is all these little shops and stuff, and there's all kinds of real estate apartments just around, and you can't park there. <laughs> so there's all these freaking real So it's best to live there and walk to the game than it is to try to park going to a game. On the other side of 35. North side, right side. So the right side mm-hmm. is, that would be, that would be the, that would be the, so you've got east. Yeah, so. East, east the west yeah, side. Yeah. Okay. So listen, Mark owns that. <laughs> oh boy. Mark owns all that. So he's got the, the you know, the, these, this little district over there. It's like a garment district and all this stuff. He owns all that. That's where the practice facility is. Mm-hmm. He's looking to build on that side. So once he gets out of the lease, he's looking to get, uh, you know, verification from the city to build on the other side, his side. Is that not crazy? Like you said, that's how billionaires work. That's how they work, man. Because Perot, he's not a part of the ownership. Anymore, no, is he? no, no. He just he. So it's like I'm gonna screw you over. I'm just gonna build all these apartments, and you're not gonna have any parking. But you still lease. You're still in this lease for this amount of time, and you can't do nothing about it. Oh, until 2031. Until I until it's time for me to move. I just thought that was a crazy thing. I, I remembered about that story. That's funny. So I did look up the lease, um, and it was signed, built in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said the term of this lease shall be for a period commencing on uh, a certain day in 2001, terminating on the 30th anniversary of the operational date. So 2031. 2031. New Maverick Stadium in 2032. Be on the lookout. That's hilarious. Billionaires yeah. are different, Strick. Like I've I'm never met you. one, but the stories I hear from you and the stories we see on the news, billionaires are different. Their 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 mentalities, they're built different, and they they have their own little egotistical ways about them, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them hang out, and some of them don't. One of those billionaires that doesn't hang out, John Fisher, owns the Oakland Athletics and has completely run that franchise into, into the, the ground. ground. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so bad. Strict their records. Oh god. Recently, so he just don't want to win. That's the problem. That's the problem right there. So last year they lose 102 games. 2021 they they were above 500, 86 and 76. In 2020 they even managed to go above 500 in the shortened season. But there was a queer effort made after 21. John Fisher's like, eh, I'm bored of Oakland. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't want to be here. Eh, I don't like this core. Let's sell them all off. Let's move. Mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous because think about what Oakland's lost. They lost the Warriors to San Francisco, uh-huh. moved across the bay. They lost the Raiders to Las Vegas already. 
And now John Fisher has, I think, the lowest payroll in baseball. Did have the worst record in baseball until the team decided to go on a seven-game win streak. How dare they, says John Fisher. Um, to now have only the second-worst record in baseball. The worst run differential. Strict through 70 games. They've been outscored yeah. by 200 runs. Yeah. yeah. That should be possible. It's, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And it makes me mad that these billionaires treat I me. Mean, I, I get it. It's a business. It's a corporation. It's a playground for them. Explain. <laughs> Explain. It's like, <laughs> it's like a toy. Like, especially when you get into that category. Now, some of the others, when they have the, the, the you know, the conglomerate, they mm-hmm. all come together, you know, the it's a little bit different. The yeah, it's a little thing, bit different. Yeah. But when you're when you're really like that guy, you know, you're the fifty one percent guy minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like a toy. Right? The toy for Mark is a little bit different than probably the toy for him, right? The toy for him is probably like, I use this because I want to write off, you know, uh, mm. I don't want to pay taxes. <laughs> so I want to write off, you know, all of these losses. Uh, the the, the uh, team going into the tank. I just want to sit in the box, have my drinks and my little fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm the owner, and that's really it. And for a while, that was what you saw with the Clippers. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not getting off the A's. I'm just, mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of yeah. tie in. Mm-hmm. It, 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 was just a, it was a toy. It was just really just, you know, something he wanted to say. It started off like that for the buses. You know, for the, for the early Jerry bus, it was a toy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, oh, you know, I want – he, you know, he walks into the group. Like, just just think about it. It was a toy for Jerry bus early. He goes into the group because these guys are like – just think about walking into the football ownership group, and they're looking at you like, you know, you're the outside man looking in, you mm-hmm. know, Whatever. So they do bus like that, right? Mm-hmm. They treat bus like he's up. Oh, you know, he'll be out of here soon. So then you have like all the red R box and all these types of guys that are winning championships, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, and so you get hungry now. You're like, Jerry oh, Bus is. Like, I want. I want some of that. Oh, oh, okay. This how. Well, I'm just gonna go and beat you. You know, and then you're gonna have to pay attention to me, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes that happens. I don't know for the A's owner what what his, you know, uh, touch point is or the thing that makes him tick or whatever. I don't know what that Clearly is. Clearly not winning. But it's definitely not winning. That's where I think treating the team like a playground does a disservice to the players who's – Oh, you've got to hate it. It is. Yeah. Like, if you you're these players, it. think about what you're being told. First of all, the message is – we want to lose. We know you're not very good, which is why we want you to come play for us. I played That's disrespectful. for that team. The Vancouver Grizzlies. What did that do to you? How did that feel? Listen, I gave away, and I don't advise anybody to do this, and, I, and I'll tell you. This it. is go to Vancouver? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't advise anybody to do what I did to get out of there because I was so miserable. I don't advise anybody with two years left on their contract at almost $7 million to give it away because you were so miserable. I would just say find a way to get out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we had the same type of leverage back then, right, that they do now. To, right. to You know, I probably could I, – I would do it different, but I had the best – even though I got out of that contract, um, I got to the Boston Celtics late, 
but I was the happiest year that I had, even though I wasn't making the money. So sometimes it's not always about the money. I was just miserable. And so that's how you feel, bro. When you go into the arena, you're like, oh. When you get on the plane, uh. When you fly, it's like you just know you're about to go somewhere and take an L. You know what I mean? It sucks, bro. It, this is where I think these players are in a tough situation because on the one hand, it's a lot of guys you haven't heard of before that are chasing their Major League Baseball dream. So if they put on a show, maybe they can get up out of there Yeah. You know, if they get a new contract. But at the same time, you know, with that feeling of gratitude for being able to say, hey, I played in the Major Leagues, mm-hmm. even if it was for, you know, an owner that didn't care, as grateful as I assume you would be to have that MLB dream being fulfilled and realized, I wouldn't be able to talk to John Fisher. You're treating me like this? You're spending this little on us? This is about you moving to Las Vegas more than about the people you're employing? Mm-hmm. That's selfish. I don't want to play sucks. for you. No. But this is why the people at the time when Mark took over mm-hmm. wanted to play for him because he cared. You knew he cared. I mean, the food was different. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the facilities, things, uh, nutritionists. I mean, you can tell he cared. So when you showed up, you're like, I'm going to run through a freaking brick wall for this guy. But when you don't, like when you got to the Clippers. See the brick wall turn around. Yeah, man. You didn't want to run through that thing for them. You didn't care. The only thing John Fisher seems to care about is the new stadium. Which, here's the thing. If you could, if you could, exactly. (laughs) Again, you can say, oh, well, they're saving money to, to pay for the new stadium. That's why payroll's down. Uh. No, no. <laughs> no, they just had Las Vegas vote on giving them $380 million of public funding so right. John Fisher wouldn't have to spend it. Mm-hmm. Again, it's about the money. It it's always has been. It always will be. And they continue to get away with it. Yeah. Market yeah. after market, team after team, they get away with it. It's a grift. It sucks. It does suck. And I feel bad for the A's players, unfortunately. And the fans. And the fans. Who- Show up and support. Well, not so really. Was, so, yeah, they're not showing up. So, tell me about that. What is that? Okay, so this is absolutely hilarious. The Oakland A's this season are averaging about 8,000 fans a game, 9,000 maybe. There have been 14 games this year in Major League Baseball with attendance less than 8,000. 13 of the 14 are Oakland Athletics games. Mm. Last night, the fans did something so creative Never seen it before. They did a reverse boycott, is what they were calling it. You get attendance of just about 28,000 people when you're averaging about nine. So you triple your attendance. Fumble. Ball security. I'm tight. <laughs> um, you triple your attendance one night. And the, the funny thing about this trick was the fifth inning. This was planned. They were silent. Drop dead silent. Pin drop. In the, the, for the first batter of the fifth inning. After the A's got the first out, everyone in the stadium started chanting, sell the team. Wow. Not move the team, not stay here, sell the team. Mm-hmm. They want John Fisher gone, mm-hmm. and this is how they tried to do it. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it's their way of going about it. That's the way they want to want to, want to try to do it. I mean, I commend them for putting their best foot forward so it may not come through it may not come through for them unfortunately i think uh, i think this marriage of oakland is done i think it's come to that that conclusion it fits with the history of the a's you know up and moving but oakland fans have had so much ripped away from them it sucks to see it happen again 
Yeah, I would agree with you. But, this, you know, is is something like this in, in the works down in, you know, just south of us about three and a half hours also in Kansas City? You know, Kansas City, is, Kansas City is being slighted also for not having a concrete plan for a new stadium. I mean, we know they've got a moving plan, but um, is, is Kansas City due for a new I have wanted the Royals to build a new stadium. I love the K. It's a great part. It is a, if, if they a could, nice little dope little look to yeah. it, but it's old. If they could pick it up and move it downtown, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Location, uh, location, 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 location. I think the Chiefs mm-hmm. should want that too. Give them more space to yeah, be yeah, creative yeah. with that. Um, I think there's a way to make it work. But for all this talk of a new stadium, again, under a new owner that came in just a couple of years ago now, wants a new stadium. That's his big thing. Hasn't picked up payroll. Team has gotten worse. They now have the worst record in baseball. They weren't even trying to do that mm-hmm. necessarily, and you're still asking for a new stadium. Like I want a new stadium, but it makes me hard to want to support it when the team's that bad. Yeah. And come to find out, you're talking with Jackson County and the city of Kansas City, and both of them are saying you don't actually have a plan. You just say you want this, but you're not giving us anything to work with. Mm-hmm. So even going about that wrong, it makes me sad and angry. Yeah, it's, a, it's very unfortunate, but this is also, uh, also the landscape of the day when you're looking at professional sports. This is, this is going on not just solely in baseball. It's mm-hmm. across the board. A lot of teams are looking at this. You even have Chicago Bears that are, you know, like, hey. We've Under got the it. direction of uh, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. Yeah, he, that's mm-hmm. right. He took oh, – look at that. See? The president. See, and, and, and so that, that's something to think about, too. I mean, you know, a lot of people are not happy about it. I mean, you had a similar type of situation where down at RFK Stadium when that mm-hmm. happened. Now it's they're, they're trying to figure out what to do down there again because that stadium is terrible. Bad. Philly is in, in a similar situation. It's just a terrible, you know, stadium. Mm-hmm. But trying to figure out how to get it done. Well, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll get back. We'll have about a half an hour left in this uh, wonderful day, Wednesday hump day, on the block, 93.7 The Ticket at TicketFM.com. We'll be right back after these messages.